All right, welcome to Movie Rewrite. Ba weep, gra na weep, ninny bong there, buddy. How are you doing? Uh, you know, mine just doing pretty good, you know. Good. You ready to talk about the hit comedy of 2007? Yes. Also known as... Yep. Dang right. We, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to tackle the first Transformers. Yes. Not the first movie that was released in theaters. Right. Because that goes to a cartoon, which I would say is better than this movie. Agreed. And maybe better than all the Transformers live action movies. I would probably agree to that. All right. Yes, I called it the comedy of the year because this movie has got... Way too much comedy for what it is. That's true. And I'm not a fan. Neither am I. Of the, <laughs> of the comedy. <laughs> All right. This Beast was released July 3rd, 2007. Our director's Michael Bay. Are we familiar with Michael Bay? Yes. Give me a movie he's done. Turtles. <laughs> oh, welcome back, Michael. He didn't do it. He was a producer. He did uh, not direct. It seemed like he had a pretty... Uh... Heavy hand in it? Uh-huh. True. Well, so as a director, can you give me something he's done? Let's let's get our bearings on Michael Bay. Bad boys. Are, are we hot and, or cold on him? What's our thought? Bad boys. One and two. So he went from a tons of music videos, and his first movie was Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. Then The Rock, which I enjoy. The Rock, little uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Armageddon. Yeah. I liked Armageddon. I thought, I thought you know, the Michael Bay film, that was probably one of his way better ones that he did. Mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor. Really? Uh-huh. We'll blow your mind on that one. No? Yeah, okay. a little. Okay. And then he went on to do Bad Boys 2 and 03, The Island, and then Transformers, and then Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, Transformers Dark of the Moon, Pain and Gain, Transformers Age of Extinction, 13 hours. Transformers The Last Night, Six Underground, which is a Netflix that uh, was not too much fun to watch, mm. despite the cast. So he kind of is, if he's not the music video guy, he is the Transformer guy. Yes. Michael Bay, I could take him or leave him. I'm After doing some of the research for this, I think I want to leave him. I think I'll keep some of his early work, but... I have no interest in Michael Bay. Kind of makes you wonder what happened. With what? Well, like, I mean, he has a few decents, but then the rest are just kind of over the top. I don't know. I never really care for, for bad boys. I, I'm that. <laughs> you see, did you not see Bad Boys 2? He, he, uh-huh. he apes his own stuff. So, like, that circle shootout uh-huh. scene, and you're like, oh, uh-huh. okay. And then at the beginning of this movie, I got confused and thought I was watching Ninja Turtles because the score was so similar. <laughs> yep. I was legit like, oh, wait, this isn't Ninja Turtles because those are so many years apart. Mm-hmm. Weird that as a producer, that's still okay. Well, he also used that same circle shot in Transformers as well. I'm yeah. Trying, I'm trying to remember which scene it was. The uh, the shootout scene? Yeah. Yeah, it's like he goes in between like the walls and the bolt holes, mm-hmm. and yeah, 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 that's what I was. Mm-hmm. So, reuse content. We've got a writer, Roberto Orsi. 
Let's get for see for hot and cold on this one as a writer. See if you've seen any of his stuff. Boy, he started out with Xena, Warrior Princess, some um, uh, Hercules, the Legendary Journeys, so we're talking '99, Alias, screenplay for The Island, a Michael Bay movie, Legend of Zero Mission, Impossible Three, Transformers. Went on to do stuff like Star Trek and then Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, Cowboys and Aliens, some Fringe episodes, um, Spider-Man, no, The Amazing Spider-Man Two. So I've seen his name floating around a lot on stuff I like. Again, I'm not so sure I'm a fan of his. Uh, followed by that, we have got Alex Kurtzman. And I know I've, I've seen his name floating around at tons of different stuff too. And I am not sure I'm hot or cold on him. As a writer, uh, he's done like the new Star, Star Trek Discovery, the new Star Trek Picard. Uh Amazing Spider-Man 2, so we got kind of a writer's team mm-hmm. going on here. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, some Fringe, mm. uh, Cowboys and Aliens. So these guys mm. are kind of a duo right? in some ways. Uh, so those are our two writers. Everything else, you got John Rogers, who's a story, and then the other two also did a story by. Um, producer game, you ready to go? Sure. Transformers 2007, first live action, backed by Michael Bay. One producer, Steven Spielberg. How many more do you need? Huh. Uh, I feel like you need a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. For a property that's been around for the 80s, yeah, yeah, you need a lot. Here we go. 13. Ooh, 14. Dang. But see, I don't understand some of these. Because you got one guy who's a producer for IMAX version, transmedia producer. Uh, so I don't know how much right. credit you give to this. Our main cast on this movie is Megan Fox, Shia LaBeouf, Josh du, Duhamel, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, there's Tyrese. There's guys in here that you've seen in things before. Uh, the box office, 7 09 million with a budget of 147 million. Wow. So it made its money back in then some, which I guess warranted another four movies. Yeah. I guess. So we get this in 07, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen in 09, Dark of the Moon in 11, Age of Extinction 14, The Last Night in 17, and then Bumblebee in 2018. And allegedly they have had some kind of big old writers get together think tank of the future of the transformers franchise and they've allegedly plotted out uh beast wars and all these other side movies like trying to take mm. again the marvel approach to this in some way and i have i don't know i really haven't seen anything to make me think that anything good is ever going to come out of that so i don't know yeah you're probably right especially with beast wars I feel like that's just going to be boot, nah, butchered. Yeah. But, I mean, so I could, what's your experience with Transformers as a whole? Not just these movies, but the whole thing. Cartoon, I all mean, that I jazz. I love the cartoons. I think the cartoons are great. I've got all the seasons. Watched them all. Love it. Yeah. That's kind of one of the trends it seems like we see here. Animation is usually kind of over-ranking actual films. But Yep. And I've... Uh, I dove into some of the Transformer comics. This 
and we for I think a lot of people forget like Transformers was part of Marvel for a while too. Really? And I would love for Marvel to somehow just pay out the ass <laughs> to get Transformers back because that then would I be, want that would be sweet. An Avengers Transformers team up <laughs> movie. And let's go. Uh, that would so, be great. Figure we'd do something a little different too on this one. So in two thousand seven I'm going to give you the top five movies for Worldwide Gross. Okay. Why don't you tell me which one was number one? All right. We got this movie, Transformers, Shrek the Third, Spider-Man 3, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. I don't know what what this one is um, in the whole grand scheme of things. And Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, you're right. I probably should not have read those in reverse order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was right. Pirates yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. The, the first one? At World's End. Oh, really? So 07, so that's like... That was the, like the third, third one, wasn't it? Third or fourth. It? I didn't Really? Care. I bailed out of Pirates after the first one. That was not my thing. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, I kind of like enjoy the first one. I never... Like Harry Potter's one of those I've watched. Yeah. The DVDs. I never set foot in the theaters for those. Spider-Man 3, of course, I did. Uh, so after Transformers, you had like I Am Legend, The Simpsons Movie, National Treasure, Book of Secrets, and 300 rounded up your top 10. Hmm. Oh, Ratatouille was number six. Your top 10 for 07. So, I mean, going off that, 07 was an okay year for movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, my biggest disappointment of that year was probably Spider-Man 3. Yep. Because that was a wreck and a half. So... You know, just kind of interesting. So, the back of my DVD says, From director Michael Bay and executive producer Steven Spielberg, I expected more. Seriously, was Spielberg behind it? Yep. We'll get into that in a little bit. Man. Comes a thrilling battle between the Autobots and the Decepticons. When their epic struggle comes to Earth... All of that stands between the evil Decepticons and ultimate power as a clue held by Sam Witwicky. Join the fight for mankind and the extraordinary adventure that features some of the most spectacular action and effects sequences of any movie of its kind and will appeal to the kid in all of us, says Claudia, someone of USA Today. <laughs> Bullshit. Appears to the kid Don't in you get paid to say that bullcrap? Yeah, no kidding. Whatever. Paid actor. Hey, what's this DVD I have in my hand? Transformers Beginnings. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hmm. G- guess what should never come with a movie? Supplemental material that acts as a prequel to try to fill in gaps for your feature presentation. Ooh, yikes! So, have you seen all the all the Transformers movies? I believe so. Yes. I think I went to the theaters for all of them, and then I personally thought Bumblebee. If you want me to rank them, is the best, and that's the one I skipped going to the theaters for. Did yeah. you see Bumblebee? Mm-hmm. I, I would agree. Okay. How does Bumblebee look? Okay, Bumblebee is a prequel My, or is it a is it a I, sequel? I don't even know. Because every one of these movies rewrites its own history, mm-hmm. and so if you say Bumblebee, I'm saying Bumblebee is a brand new start. That's what I was thinking to the franchise, mm-hmm. and I have to separate from the other from the Michael Bay's. Yes. That's the only way it makes sense. Yeah. So I got I got I got whew, I got a lot of issues here. 
why is it Bumblebee can't talk? Okay, so that's, let's let's pre- that's always been my issue Let, as well. Let's play the game. Bumblebee movie is a prequel to. How does Bumblebee lose his voice? Are you talking about in uh, okay in the, in the Transformers film or in Bumblebee film? Well, okay, the Transformers movies. Before we get to Bumblebee, how does he lose his voice? Well, I think and they talked about in the first one. They said he's something happened to like voice box. And they haven't like repaired it ha- yet. Happened in battle. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that because we never seen anything war on Cybertron really. Yeah. Okay. So Bumblebee, how does he lose his voice? I don't remember in Bumblebee. He gets into that fight with um. Oh, I'm gonna hate myself for not remembering his name. Blitzwing. Yeah. And it rips out his voice. Okay. Whatever. Okay. This beginning supplemental material. Guess who? Te- <clears throat> guess who tears out his voice box? Megatron. Oh. <laughs> Why are we? Mm. I, Big issues. I never sat down like really analyze this movie until we decided to do this recording, and I don't have the time nor desire to sit down and watch every Michael Bay Transformers movie because I think I'll go insane. Yeah, I can watch one of these like maybe once a year and just be like, ah, I know exactly what this is. I already know what the problems are. I already know why I dislike it. I'm just here for explosions. Yep. Because that's really all I'm gonna get, and that's mm-hmm. all this is good for. My one of my gripes with this franchise slash movie is why is Bumblebee our central character who cannot speak? Exactly. I've never understood why they chose for him not to speak. Like, what's the problem? Because, I, I mean, if I recall, he always talks in the cartoons, right? Yeah, everybody had had problems. <laughs> or, not not problems, I'm sorry. Yeah, everybody could speak just fine. Exactly. So why is this something that, like, needs to be a thing? It just seems very tedious. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah the other thing, too, in Transformers is how he's like, I don't know, he's, like, using the radio or using, like, clips or something. I don't know. But it's, like, if you can do that to talk and you have, like, alien technology, like, shouldn't it just be, like, an easy fix? Like, an e- you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like him not being able to talk shouldn't even be a problem. Like, they should be able to, yeah. like, fix that instantly. Like, I, I don't understand why. They Here is something that I want to talk about in this one, and I think we should try to bring up of it, all the movies we do. It's the importance of internal consistency. Yes. So here's what I pulled off the internet. Internal consistency in a story refers to how closely the components of a story adhere to the rules and logic set out by the story itself. But without rules or logic, there is no strengths or weakness. Characters can do whatever. There's no limitations. Yep. This movie does not understand what it's doing. It does not. And the reason I say that is because that's what the – I'm going to call it on IMDb. I don't know if all their stuff's 100% true because internet. I read that Michael Bay didn't even want to do this because he thought – oh, here it is. A stupid toy movie, but he wanted to work with Steven Spielberg, so he did it. And because Bay is a car buff and the idea of sentient cars interested him. He said he's not a fan. But he wanted to do like a his first like kind of adult family friend friendly movie. So that's the problem right there is he didn't even want to do the film in the first place, and he doesn't care about Transformers, and he doesn't know 
what to do with them. And yeah, and that's exactly right. You see the cars, tons of product placements. And, well, that supplements the uh, and the, the production money too. Yeah, and it also sucks because it takes, just like you were saying earlier, like all the logic out of it because you have Starscream, you have Blackout, you have these you know, other uh, transformer or yeah, transformers that can fly, but these ones can only drive or only vehicles. Okay. Like we're, we're going to get into some weeds here because I agree with you. If you watch the, like the cartoon Autobots were more vehicle based. Right. And Decepticons were kind of more militarized aerial right. stuff, but it Autobots did start having more of that stuff too. Mm hmm. And, but that's the problem, though, is this yeah. movie made it literally set its rules to, hey, I can scan this, and now I can turn into this. Well, that's going off so, cartoon and kind of lore of Transformers anyway. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying. Well, like they, they showed that in the he, film, but he, they just – like that's what just makes me mad because it's like, oh – Optimus Prime is a semi because a semi just happened to drive by. Well, see, like, and I think it's so dumb. See, and this is where it pays to be somewhat of a cartoon and fan of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Like the person who's getting introduced to this isn't gonna. I, I guess better. you can infer the information, but my understanding is is a transformer can only turn into something of equal size, size, mass, functionality. Yes. Because on Cybertron, you have Starscreen, who is a jet. Mm-hmm. He needs to turn into something flying. Optimus Prime cannot turn into something that flies. Right. Until he kills or gets the parts from Jetfire in the second movie, but that's only in robot form. Mm-hmm. If you're watching this movie, you maybe get it, maybe you don't. Because the confusing thing is, is they come down as asteroid-looking things. Yeah. And you're like, but... They can't fly, so how are they getting off of planets? Exactly. And the super confusing thing of this, and again, IMDb. Originally, the Ark and the Nemesis, which is the Decepticon ship is the Nemesis, um, was featured in the script, but Roberto Orsi removed the spacecraft element, wondering why would element aliens who moonlight as vehicles need other vehicles to travel inside? Hey, guess what? I've got two legs. I drive a car. Right, that doesn't even make sense. The eternal logic—you're uh. you're just like taking out these elements. It's like, yeah, they're things that can change into other things, but they're also like flying the stars, man. Yeah, what are you talking about? They don't need a ship. Gosh, and replace That's it silly. with the traveling protoform concept from Beast Wars. It's like, okay, so you're taking elements of a of a cartoon series that was separate from the original yep and you're and even in beast wars it had a ship mm-hmm. i don't know man that's what i'm saying like when you start changing this stuff up and i'm not saying like i'm a super fan i'm just yeah. versed enough to know like why this movie pisses me off to no end yeah because it, it they, just they it have, makes me to walk away material like, well that's the other problem too is yeah there's source material beyond source material, and it's like, can you not really put something together from yeah. source material? It's super common theme. Stup- yeah. Movie's got a movie, though. And I guess part of this problem with this movie is I feel is, again, take it for what it's worth. Mike or uh, Steven Spielberg 
core idea for this movie was about a boy in his car. Mm. We're talking about alien robots who transform into things. How is this a story about a boy's yeah. first car slash love story? Mm. Dude, I, 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 I watched the timer on this movie. I was just upset of everything that <laughs> happens that is just completely pointless. Uh. That I just, I don't, I, I don't understand. And. Like I said, because I didn't have the energy to even sit down to watch all these movies because every movie tries to be its own separate entity while yeah. also being a continuation of the original story. It's like, hey, in this movie, Megatron and the Cube were here a long, long time ago. Oh, in the second movie, um, they yeah. were here a long, long time ago too. Oh, in the third movie, they were part of the night and... Yeah, or I'm probably getting some, confused some of which is which. And at issues. one point, Bumblebee fought in World War II. And I'm like, but I thought, okay, I should just check my brain because this makes no sense. And for me to think about it is just stupid. <laughs> because I, at one point, had the mindset, like, you know what? As a franchise, like, I kind of like each one better than the previous. And now I'm just kind of like, Nope. The eternal logic is there. It's begging me just to not ask questions. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. And you're... Yeah. Also, they throw in eye candy. Like... That's a bay thing. Exactly. It's just like you said. Like, this is Transformers, alien robots, but yeah. Well, it's worried. like we talked about in... What was it? Turtles? Yeah. The, the eye candy, the sexual nature of certain things, and yep. you're just like... What are we doing? What are we here for? I yep. came to see robots. Yep. Not a teenage love story about a boy in his car. And, oh, okay, just to jump in is why Bumblebee gets into Sam's life in a day. Mm-hmm. How is it he's trying to get, help him get laid? Why? Yeah. Bumblebee's goal is to get the glasses. So is he, like, trying to gain trust? Because if that's the case, I don't get it. Like, mm. I feel like... It takes it takes that whole concept a step further of I've got a cool car so I'll get the girl right and Bumblebee is like well I'm also sentient I'll help you get the girl but why exactly but why we'll never know but why also another big why why is it that the cube <laughs> only spawns bad robots yeah okay I had the same question. Eternal logic does not make sense. Exactly. Because the whole goal of the Autobots is to get the cube to restart their planet. Exactly. So you're just going to populate it with exactly. dickhead robots? Like it doesn't even make sense. Okay, so again, <laughs> the cube, the cube, they can get the power from the cube. They turn a cell phone into a apparently Decepticon for reasons. And then when a cube gets smashed again, when he's running through the city, you've got, again, product placement. You've got Xbox 360 and Mountain Dew things coming to life and Cadillac steering wheel. Steering wheel, for some reason, is apparently sentient. I guess that's... God, I'm going to... My head hurts. (laughs) So, the cube that sparks life for Transformers will also kill Megatron. But then also resurrecting him in the second one. But then Jazz still has to die. And another thing that pissed me off is because Frenzy 
becomes the size of a cell phone, gets next to the cube, and it zaps him, and then he's back to normal functional size and everything. Yeah. What? Yep. By this logic, no transformer should ever die. No. In the presence of this cube. And yeah, why is everything that becomes sentient, robot-like, is a Decepticon? Yeah. Or is it just confused and doesn't know right from wrong yet? Though everything, those things open up and they start attacking right off the bat. Yep. Again, who's who and what is this for? I don't... It, it's just it's a movie that, that they could just, you know, Michael Bay can just, you know, work, work with Spielberg and... Everything will be all right. That's pretty much what it all it is, dude. The the writing on this is just shitty, and that's yeah. why like I looked at these writers. I'm like, well, some of your stuff I've liked. So, at what point in this process did you all just throw up your hands and say, oh, "It is what it is. We're only going to sink 147 million dollars into something." God, it pisses me off. It made so much money back too. Seriously. Okay, can we get and then. I, I do remember the first time I saw this. I was like, "Oh, cool! This Transformers. Oh, the camera is now going to pan, so that something's in the way of the transformation, or the camera is going to be so close that I'm missing some of it." Yeah. And I guess that's why I kind of like the other ones better. Is like it's more pulled it's, back, and yeah, I can yeah, see exactly what's mm-hmm. going it's on. And right this up. this does it. But when Blackout first transforms, like there's a big ass tank. Mm-hmm. In the ways he transforms, I'm like, I, I mean, I get it, but I'm also here to see, yeah, this stuff. It's cool stuff. It's way cool. Okay, some things I liked. I kind of like the core idea of this of trying to, I guess, find the cube. Yeah. And the whole mystery behind it. I also feel like this movie should have been in the '80s. I think they should have been somehow leading up yeah because i don't like the idea of like everybody's scattered like you've got the decepticons like who for the last 30 minutes just are all of a sudden yeah within striking distance of wherever everybody else is like okay last time i saw black hat was on the other side of the world Mm -hmm. has he been traveling this whole time okay speaking of blackout why does it take scorponok like two days to attack those soldiers right because the whole time, like, there's no survivors. No survivors. We don't know what happened. No survivors. Oh, these guys survived. Okay, Scorponok, why did you go after them and take you forever to... <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Big question. Okay. And I know Michael Bay's got a hard-on for the military. I've got no problem with that. But let's use them smart yeah. in a movie like this. Like, you've got these guys just traipsing around the desert for, I, I think, two days. I don't know. Yeah. When they got attacked, it was dark. Next time I see them, it's light. Maybe it was just a day. I don't a lot, know. A lot of lot of lighting problems. Well, Still. It, it happened when you first saw Black. Like, they were, like, doing stuff, and then the next thing, it's, like, sundown. It's, like, what? They were, it was just it was just daytime. Yeah. Yeah. That, I guess I give it leeway. Like, he was coming in towards sundown, so by the time he lands or whatever, it's dark, I guess. I don't know. Again, we're, we're probably thinking way too much about it. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's from a rewrite standpoint, like I said, I, I would prefer something in the 80s. And I guess before we go any further in that, let's talk about uh, the Decepticons and the Autobots. Because I got some complaints here. Um, one of them being, so the original Bumblebee is a Volkswagen Beetle. Yep. 
and I get for the 80s, that's pretty cool. So they decided to make him the Chevy Camaro from a 1967 to 2009. And Michael Bay wanted to avoid comparison with Herbie the Love Bug and felt that the Camaro had a more tough but friendly quality than the Beetle. As a tribute to the series, a yellow Volkswagen Beetle appears next to Bumblebee. Okay. No, that's dumb. That's I, absolutely the, retarded. The outside movie logic of this is I. Why would I conjure up Herbie the Love Bug? Exactly. Like a if, Volkswagen Beetle is an iconic thing from the 80s anyway. And yeah, you could say maybe it fits better in a cartoon sense. But, okay. So, while we're on this thing of what Bumblebee looks like. Movie rewrite. This could be more mysterious than this bullshit trying to be way more funny than it needs to be. Yes. Bumblebee can turn into what? Different kinds of vehicles. I would prefer if Bumblebee is like stalking Sam. Sam buys a vehicle and then Bumblebee turns into that vehicle. And then like you see this like sweet scene of like Bumblebee's transformed and he's like dragging it away. And he somehow like disposes of this car because he is now the car instead of this. Yeah. Technically, this guy just sold a car illegally. Yeah. And I didn't find any humor in the whole, like, I'm going to smash the door yeah, like, into the Volkswagen as a tribute. And Go that's, screw and yourself, that's Michael not, Bay. Yeah, and that's not even... Diehard fans know what Bumblebee's supposed to be. New fans mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, the whole well, concept of, like, it's, why it's Sam picks that car. It's also product placement. And you can't, yeah. you can't even say Camaro either because, like, all, most of those vehicles in that film were all Chevy or GM related. Oh, well, yeah, we're, we're going through this because there's some like there's some stuff. But I'm just saying, like, from a movie rewrite standpoint, like, oh, yeah, I yeah, would yeah. prefer to have seen, like, a yeah. more smart, Agreed. sentient robot. Because I'm – God, they make them so stupid. Yeah, that whole scene of around the house, like transforming, not transforming, like Hassel and Sam, blah 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 blah. Yep, don't need it. I just would like to see like, hey, Bumblebee's playing it cool. He scanned the car. He's now the car. He disposes of the original car. Sam's done the wiser to it. Yep. Because the Autobots' goal is to find these glasses that I'm not even sure how they knew had the. The location of the Allspark. Yeah. But they did. And that whole thing of the getting imprinted on the glasses is such horseshit. That I... Oh! Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> but it is. Okay. Uh, so Bumblebee gets put into a Camaro because Michael Bay thought it looked like Kirby the Love Bug. So thanks, Michael Bay, for, for that one. Um... Optimus Prime. I am okay with it being a different type of semi, this cab over truck. Or no, it was a cab over truck. And now it's that bull-nosed Peterbilt. I, I, I'm fine with that. And their thing for that, their reasoning for that, is that if you did the original, you could only disguise like a 20-foot robot. So we're now we're thinking logically. And they decided <laughs> that the larger truck, you could get about 32 I'm fine with that. That's fine. That's if, so funny. They and, go they go with logic with Optimus, but I mean And that's been my thing with like Transformers as a cartoon too, is like 
They don't even know. There's never been like a consistency on like size because you've got <laughs> you've got Astro Train who can turn into a train mm-hmm. and then can fly into space and be like a space shuttle. But yet you've got construction type vehicles in him that then transform into Devastator. You're like, yeah, that in no way, shape, or form works. Right. And then you got Soundwave and Megatron always like changing types and sizes. So again, I guess. Okay, I get it. What I don't care for is the flames, and they're saying it's a tribute to Rodimus Prime. Oh, okay. No. And that's, that's the first thing. The first time I saw it, I was like, that's Rodimus's thing. Yeah. Well, that's Hot Rod's thing. Why you? Why? Yeah. You have got – everybody's got their own distinct color scheme, characteristics. Why are we mm, – okay. Uh, Starscream, again, since we're having to update stuff. He it was an F-15 Eagle jet. They had to revise that to an F-22 Raptor because Air Force in real life, I guess, is replacing it. Fine. Yep. I get it. Um, Jazz. Oh, poor Jazz. Comrade that got torn in half. <laughs> uh, his original alt mode was a Porsche sports car uh, revised to a Pontiac Solstice. Gross. Um and it, again, IMDb as a tribute to that they drove through the Porsche dealership again. We're okay. I, and again, that was a worthless scene too. Like you're driving me through a great car lot to this car lot. What? Yeah. Is that the only way to access this used car lot is to go through the Porsche car lot? Okay. Yep. Whatever. Silly. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see what else we got. Some other frustrating things that I can't stand. Uh, Ratchet is an H2 search and rescue. I think just in the cartoon, he was an ambulance. Uh, Ironhide was a GMC top kick. C400 and, or 4,500, uh, pickup truck. He looks pretty cool. Again, his eighties version isn't too cool. It's just more of a, I, yeah, it's just yeah. whatever. Starscream is the Raptor. Oh yeah. Here we go. Blackout, the, uh, Pavlov helicopter barricade. Okay, so I don't have problems with the Autobots as much as I do with the Stepticons. Barricade, I think, is new for this, and he's the uh, Ford Mustang. Mm-hmm, the cop car. Bone Crusher is the uh, Buffalo Minesweeper uh-huh. with the customized cloth. That was pretty cool. Uh-huh. The tank. What's the tank's name? I don't know. Devastator. What's Devastator in the cartoons? Not a tank. Yeah, he's what the Constructicons come together uh-huh. as his Devastator. Uh-huh. He was supposed to be Brawl, which is a tank. Mm. But for reasons, they're just like, um, no, let's we're going to change it. Oh, I think I read on there, like, uh, they didn't think it was a, an imposing name, Brawl, so we made him Devastator. Okay. And they, they had written out a bunch of things. So here's something frustrating again is uh, they did not know how to – they wanted RC oh, okay. to be in this one. And basically, like, they wrote around because they didn't know how to address the topic of, like, genders with the robots. So in the second one, she's just a motorcycle that gets blown up. Yeah, throwaway character. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was balls in that movie, too, if you remember. When that that was Devastator. That right. Came, yeah, that's Devastator. I will say, though... 
the one thing I did like in the movie with uh, Barricade mm-hmm. is uh, to punish and enslave on the side. <laughs> There's some nice little things in there. I, yeah, I, I, I thought good. I thought that was a nice little you know touch hat tip. You know. <laughs> yeah. I I think what I would have liked to have seen is more of a cooperative effort between the Autobots as a group and the Decepticons as a group because the Decepticons just seem so scattered. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like the size of the world means nothing. We're all there. Yeah. Like, I have no idea where Starscream was. So you're telling me, like, I- I'm I'm calling him Brawl, the tank. Mm-hmm. You're telling me he's just sitting at a military base just chilling. <laughs> and same, you know, and Barricade's actually out doing leg work. Yep. Starscream, same thing. Is he just sitting in a military base waiting to be Apparently mobilized? So. I mean, the Autobots are the ones that are kind of together because they all come down together. Like, they've got right. a goal, but we have. S- and again, I understand, like, this is a property where there are tons of characters, and I did find a list of, like, what their main for each side was going to be. Um, but, I mean, when you're juggling, like, five good and five bad guys. For this, I, I get I, I understand how it gets wonky, but man, it's the whole thing is just super frustrating. Yep, agreed. Why they'd even why why do you change names of of them? Because reasons. Exactly, like we'll just we didn't feel like the name is right. Yeah, it's like well, doesn't matter if you think the name is right. It's that's who the characters were. That's the character name. You know what Devastator is? Like, yeah, because you, like, you save that for if you're actually going to bring in Devastator. Like, yeah, why did you just... Because they're idiots. Well, and that's what's frustrating about that second one, too, is if you... Towards the end, when they yeah. have that big old dirt battle, or sand uh-huh. battle, it, there's an aerial shot, and like, okay, well, there's Bone Crusher. There's all these other guys that I thought were dead yep. that apparently aren't. Well, yeah, just like uh, it was a blackout? Yeah. A helicopter? Yeah. yeah. Just magically reappears? Yeah, and you're like, okay, well, I oh. mean... You can have Decepticons turn into helicopters too, but exactly. But like, do we ever see that? Do we know that? Like, what? There's, there's just, yeah. There's, is, there's just rules that are never established and or it, talked about. So that's why it's yeah. just all. Well, who knows? And I, I will say, like, one part of the third movie I liked is when they uh, were doing that space bridge. I think is what it was called, and like all the Decepticons were getting onto Earth, and like they were just. Yeah, finding yeah. a vehicle and transforming and going it's like you got a garbage truck going out like i like that yeah why seriously. is this movie not anything mm-hmm. i mean i i get you're trying to find your feet and this is a franchise you're not sure what you're gonna do but i just other thing that i read too is this movie had a release date with no script or cast if that is true <laughs> that is infuriating on so many levels to say hey we're going to pump this thing wow. out. Here's the year. Get to work. Because now now you have got a, a date yeah. and a ton of work to do. Yeah, there's nothing even done. That's – wow. Not a concept, not yeah, anything. Yeah, that's, that's big frustration. Jeez. I also did read, like, the design for the faces for Autobots and Decepticons were off each emblem – Okay. And I, I, so when I watched it this time, I tried to pay attention. I'm like, for hell's sake, I, for, for the amount of screen time as there's a face, I wouldn't know. Yeah, he wouldn't. It's easy to say it, but show yeah. me. Give me some reference here. Like, that's, uh, okay. 
the classic transition. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be too creative. So if you say so. So I I do like the beginning of this movie a little bit. That whole mis- the mystery of the helicopter. It was shot down. Here it's come. What's going on? I think there are some again. We're dealing with robots that can change into things that we know. This Decepticon is deceiving right now to try to meet his goal. Mm-hmm. And again, we're we're doing something kind of smart of like we're taking out an Air Force base now because our cover could be blown. But again, that's just, I guess all inferred to the viewer to figure that out. I like the mystery of the signal, which doesn't really go anywhere except no. to move the plot along, I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, one scene drove always drove me nuts from from day one when I first saw the film. Can it get you me? Can you get me a ding dong? Hey, there, sweetheart. Can you get you me a ding dong? That's my bad bush impression. Close. <laughs> <laughs> It's very close to that scene yeah. where it's after that when the plane lands and that robot's just walking off the plane, middle of the open, and is somehow magically not seen. He just covers his face and just walks away. It's like, what? It's hilarious, bro. Like, oh, well, I just told you Barricade tries, or Barricade, uh, Black Hat tries to cover his tracks by destroying a whole military base. Yeah. You got this son of a bitch CD player. Who could easily transform back into a CD player, and no one would be none the wise. Be like, well, what the hell just happened down here? There's no one down here. We've got more mystery. Yeah. But no, he's gonna go on a killing spree and shoot CDs and bullets at people. Like, okay. It's like, well, well frenzy can just take out Air Force One right now. Good thing it was able to land like right super quick. Oh, what if Air Force One was a Decepticon? Oh. That would be something. Hmm. That would totally be something to talk about. It was Megatron. <laughs> Not really, because Megatron's so stupid that the gravitational magnetic pull of the Earth screwed him up so much that he crashed. Oh, so the yeah. supplemental movie, it has him just like landing in Antarctica for some reason. And basically, he falls through the ice. Hmm. Oh, and this, so this is like an animated, like, it's like comic book strip okay and it moves you know as it like turns through stuff right it's like the beginnings of sector seven and the building of the hoover dam and all that stuff and um there's actually like a fight between blackout starscream and barricade and sector seven i believe and barricades following bumblebee and they're like and he's like Oh, I'm just gonna toy with him a little bit, but I'm gonna let him go. He'll let him do the like work for us. Like again, <laughs> there's smarter things in this 19-minute oh, yeah. supplemental material that should have been in your full-length multi-million-dollar movie. Seriously, you know what would be great? Uh, boy gets his new car. Bumblebee gets becomes the car, and guess who's stalking him? This dickhead of a police officer. Oh yeah, that's a cop car, but it's barricade. Yeah. And he's just always there. And it's like, why is this cop? And like, I don't know. We already got cops involved and I in pieces. Oh my God, that scene is so weird. Are you on goofballs? Are you high? You high in my piece? Dude, this movie is just so full. I think if you were to cut this of 
cut this movie with nonsense, you'd have 20 minutes. Probably. And just be robot fighting. Yeah. Because Stuff that we actually want. The parents suck. Yeah. Dude, Ooh. I did not need a 20-minute room scene. Like, is this Sam's special time? Yeah. Oh, she's gorgeous. Blah, blah, blah. Ugh. I'm here for robots. Yeah. Who are apparently well, stupid. And that, that's the same question. Is why do we have to involve humans? Like like a, a main character human. You know what I mean? That's why I say it goes back to the 80s. And there's already a, we're already introduced as a joint effort right. between like a human secret agency yeah. and a small group of Autobots who know what's going on and are trying to find the Decepticons. Like, we know they're here. They're just like us. We're just not going to see them until they attack. What do we right. do? Because you, it, that's an interesting thing yeah, to me. It is. Okay, mm. well, what's the goal here? But because this movie wasn't planned out, there is a new MacGuffin each movie of something that's going to destroy the Earth or yep. something that needs to be had that a new story to doesn't make sense. And yep. that's why, like, I kind of got excited for the last movie. Like, oh, sweet, we're introducing Unicron. Oh, but shit, it's Earth? Oh, my God. What? Big yikes. So, Earth well, is a robot? So, my uh, question is... And we'll never know because I think that franchise has been scrapped. We're starting fresh with Bumblebee. Yeah. I'm assuming, I guess we'll wait to see what the next movie is. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope they progressively get better but um oh my goodness i had a thought now i can't think of what i was gonna say now sorry i interrupt you that's my oh bad. you're good yeah i just i guess i don't need this to be a you got it yeah i was gonna ask so michael bay said that he wasn't really interested but wanted to work with spielberg so does spielberg uh-huh. also do the rest of them with him because what I want, what I'm curious about is like, why did he make so many if he wasn't interested? Is it because money? Like, that's that's the, my next question. Because it's like, if you're not interested, why would you make more than one film? Well, and I think, think and, I think what I remember hearing like way back when, when this is becoming a thing, was that um, Spielberg liked um, Shia and. And like really petitioned for him to go. I could be wrong. I might be. I might be misremembering my info. Uh, but I mean, he was kind of tapped to do this anyway. And Shia LaBeouf at that point had like kind of bit parts in I uh, I Robot mm-hmm. and Constantine. And those are both movies I forget he's in until I watch. Like, oh yeah. And I don't know anything about his early career of like tv like that wasn't my thing i don't right i I, honestly like my first real introduction to shia labeouf is probably just transformers was i was gonna say i really liked him in disturbia but i don't know i don't know when that came out Mm, that was after some of the transformers yeah yeah you're probably right yeah, I mean, good question. Like, but, if Michael Bay wants to work with Steven Spielberg, like, why did you make so many of these movies? Yeah, it seems um, kind of silly. And as a producer like Steven Spielberg, you know, but then again, if you look at, like, Indiana Jones franchise, you're like, mm. okay, well, yeah, what, whatever, man. 
Steven Spielberg, did he do the Transformer? Holy shiznit, he has got a lot of producer credits. Jurassic World. Cowboys and Aliens. Got his IMG pages. Like a Stephen King novel. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, yeah, it's like, what doesn't he do? Seems yeah, like. He's got his finger on everything. Okay, I went too far. What did I say this was? This is a 2007 movie. Mm -hmm. Transformers. Yep, Revenge of the Fallen. A Dark of the Moon. Transformers The Ride 3D. <laughs> um, I guess he just did after that one. Oh, Age of Extinction. Uh -huh. Yeah. See, so how is it? Interesting. Spielberg, you are letting wow. me down, bro. Yeah, you think there'd be a little more creative control and... You Bumblebee. Know, he, he would make something that makes sense. But you know what? Wait, he's tied to Bumblebee as well? Executive producer. <laughs> you know what? Did you see Ready Player One? Mm-hmm. That... He's a producer, and that movie suffers from some of the things I'd argue with Transformers about. Yeah, agreed. And you're like... That movie could have been way better as well. Uh, the book was pretty good, and mm -hmm. that it deserved a lot better. Than, oh, yeah. Dude, you, oh my gosh. I'm looking at his announced stuff, and I am getting mad. Who framed Roger Rabbit 2? Ooh. Untitled Indiana Jones. Ooh. Oh, Is there a new indie? Is <laughs> Adventures, Yeah. Untitled Indiana Jones project. No, like a new or I'm sorry, I shouldn't work. with Harrison Ford. Is I, I've be heard rumors yeah. and for shit's sake, that should have been done five years ago, dude. Harrison Ford. None of them are getting any younger, no. but okay. Yeah, he's getting. I well, see Grandpa Ford slinging a whip in the yeah 70s or whatever the hell Which, year's gonna be in. Gremlins three, dog. That's been Gremlins three. That's been wow alleged for years too so let's just keep dragging our feet on making any kind of okay movie but i guess we're going to continue with sequels and trilogies seems like spielberg's kind of going down the coming off the rails yeah <laughs> maybe mm. uh some things that just don't make sense in this movie i get so sick of sam whining that he is broke and trying to get a, a fund for his car i'm not saying he's broke but I saw that house and I've seen that room. Exactly. Okay. And he's an, an only child. Yeah. The plight of this kid is not what I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in the, the robots. Least. There there could have been a, a better introduction to all this. The, the, yeah. the main theme of this to be, oh, it's a kid in his car. No. No. Especially when it's the car's ridiculous. trying to get the kid laid. Yeah. Like, all right. Also, awkward scene at the end. when Making out on him? <laughs> yeah, and Dude, then they're all just sitting there. Like, it's like, that's just so weird. Don't think about it because it is. The, uh, the thing that, that drives me crazy about this movie is that I think it relies very heavily on sound or music mm -hmm. to drive an emotion. Yeah. And I hate to say it. But I do like the Linkin Park song at the end. Agreed. I like them using the used. Well, they just use the instrumental part for one of their songs for mm -hmm. the for the barricade chase. But I mean, like the score itself, like is really trying its damnedest to get me to feel something. But what I'm seeing on screen is not letting it happen. Right. And it's Definitely just not, not. At, at all. 
Nope. No way, shape, or form. Uh, I do like some of the comedy bits. I, I, I yeah. You can insert comedy into movies like this. There's a way to do it. That's why I started this saying like the hit comedy of 2007 because this movie tries to be more of a comedy than an action movie. I feel, mm-hmm. and it's no like I did like the whole credit card thing when they're doing the, the battle. Yeah, I, got, I have a I have a credit card. Yeah, it's in my pocket. You got which pocket? Left cheek. Left cheek. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Like in the middle yeah. of a firefight to try to get uh-huh. I, th- again. There's ways to do it. Yeah. I don't need a masturbation joke. No. I don't. I just. I don't need Bumblebee taking a, a leak on Seriously. somebody. I don't Gosh. need any of this quote unquote humor no. at all. No. So going back to some of the internal logic that makes no sense. The amount of firepower it took to take out Scorponok is ridiculous. Yeah. Considering you are now going up against 32-ish plus or minus feet robots. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about here? You had to call in a gunship. Yeah. And I love that thing towards the end where they take out Blackout. They're vulnerable under the armor, and he shoots one grenade, and he's dead. I'm like, but you guys couldn't kill the tank until Bumblebee started shooting either. So yeah. whatever uh. you say. I just okay, rah 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 military. Again, I'm not shitting on the military. I'm just saying this movie does them no favors. No, doesn't know what it's doing. I mean, I really, I, I want to root for them. I, I, I can see that there's a place for them in this movie franchise. I just, whatever. One thing that I hated that should not have been inserted in this too little too late is the Mars rover thing. I remember that being a huge part of the trailer because you're Uh giving me some mystery. And then you shove it in in the last 30 minutes of this. Yep. And And I'm I'm rolling my eyes going, okay. Sign the same picture. We're hitting everything that's happened recently. What is it when you try to just attribute things in life and then try to shove it into a movie and explain it that way? I don't know. I'm not making any sense. Force feeding. Huh? Force feeding? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, one other question I have. Uh, why is Barricade just gone from the final battle? Who knows? He's there on the highway. I'm like, sweet, let's see some Barricade. Mm-hmm. Gone. Gone. Because uh, Prime promptly gets rid of Bronk Crusher, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah. Blackout gets taken out by humans. Mm-hmm. Brawl slash Devastator tank gets taken out by people. And Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. And then Jazz just gets torn apart by Megatron. Gosh. <laughs> so... Because because I was on IMDb before I watched this just to get things together, it says like when uh, Megatron has him and like lands, there's like a squeaky toy sound. I was like, that can't be right. Nope, it's there. Huh. If you go back and watch it, like the second he hits, there's a squeaky sound toy. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> One of the cooler Autobots. Okay. Wow. All right. Fine. <laughs> fine. 
don't I That's don't funny. get that in the least bit. Okay. Um I've seen this. I, I've thought this for a while and the internet's kind of hot or cold on it too. Starscream. Mm. Does he shoot at Megatron? Does Starscream shoot yeah. at Megatron? So there's the scene where he starts he's transformed in robot mode, takes out a bunch of planes and then transforms back mm-hmm. as the planes are going into the city. And then it cuts, and all those planes are shooting missiles at Megatron. Oh, yeah. And then you never see him again uh-huh. until the very end when he does the awesome transforming sound and shoots into space. Right. Again, if you don't know anything about the Transformers, because Megatron, our big bad, is in this for five minutes, you would never know. That him and Starscream have a checkered past of Starscream always trying to screw him over. Right. And take over. That's funny. Again, that's a cool element. You have got uh-huh. a guy who could do that and tries to take out his leader. Yeah. But, okay, so is that just coincidental on the editing? That that's how it works? Or are you trying to tell me something? Because I I get it. Like I feel like it's it, probably accidental. Yeah. Any any kind of any kind of entertainment medium, like you can take meaning out of things, whether they're intended or not. Mm-hmm. I, I actually choose to be like that's just a happy coincidence. They did not. That would be pretty. Nothing funny. in this movie leads me to believe that they thought that far ahead on yeah, most no. of this stuff. Uh-uh. No way. Unfortunately, it's pretty frustrating. They're like, "Oh, that's because I I think if you ask like just the average moviegoer, like, hey, so do you think Starscream attract Megatron? Like, what are you talking about? Well, this scene, well, I don't know. They wouldn't even know. I don't. I don't think so. They they're they're allies. No, you say so. Again, you don't know the source material. So, yep. if you think that's what happened, it's it's something else. I'll tell you that. I think I've kind of touched on all my issues with this movie that I I just don't understand why you insert so much stupid comedy. Uh, the proto-forms that the Autobots take to get here. Did the Decepticons need that? I am more of, a, of wanting a ship for each one than having that be some kind of fortified base that is hidden. But yeah. whatever. For some reason, their infinite wisdom, they're like, no, it makes no sense. No, actually, it does. Like I said, I've got feet. I use a car. People use horses. People use different modes of transportation. Yeah. Just because a robot can turn into a plane doesn't need, mean he doesn't need a spaceship to travel. Exactly. But, you know, that's... Movie's got a movie, though. A movie's got a movie. We touched on the cube. I think that whole thing is just stupid. Ridiculous. Because then it transforms down into a small cube. That is so light, Sam can run through the streets. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. Oh, I did read on here. So when they talking about like the Herbie thing, so the Matrix of Leadership is a thing in the in the Transformers mm-hmm. cartoon. Oh, we don't want to use that because it will make people think of the Matrix. But you put a Matrix reference into this movie during the dance scene. Stop saying you're going to get confused with other movies by inserting the lore of the Transformers into a Transformers movie. Like, that doesn't even make sense. The Matrix of Leadership. Well, people think of the Matrix. Yeah, it's the same word, but you know what? Completely separate things. They are... There's years apart. Come on. 
Yeah. That just seems super lazy. Like, no, we need this cube. It'll just have powers to do whatever we need it to do at a certain time in the movie to make the movie work. It's just everything was like barely inconvenienced, like just throughout the whole movie. It's like, oh, we're up against this. Okay, well, we'll get around that. And then they yeah. do. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just all weak. I wanted to see somebody take out the stupid Decepticon things or whatever they were, like the Mountain Dew machine. I wanted to see right? him get crushed by somebody. Yeah. I You know, and there are some cool transforming scenes of like Ironhide transforming and like blasting his way over that, again, a screaming lady in distress on the ground. Yeah. And then shooting it, Devastator, because that visually that's pretty neat. But True. that is so little for mm-hmm. this movie. It's like all towards the end. I mean, it's ser- actually so decent. It's like the whole time B is in, you know, getting <clears throat> frozen or whatever. You got the rest of the Autobots just driving down the highway. Yep. It's two hundred some miles away. I'm like freaking a dude. You are. You better get. You better get rolling out, bro. You better get moving. And then magically all the Decepticons are there too. So, yep. so I'm saying like it, it it's just, all magical. It's just like we got to get to this point. Well, but how did they, everybody get there? Ah, it just editing. happens. Editing, it's fine. It all happened behind the scenes. Yeah. It. <laughs> and I still don't think that Blackout could fly down a street. I think he's too big. Yeah. I didn't bother to look up the measurements. Just visually looking, I'm like, those helicopters are boy. pretty big. Yeah, his his rotor span. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're okay. They're they're pretty big. If you say so. <laughs> and then what's super frustrating is like Scorponok comes back in the like the third movie, second yeah. movie. Yeah. Was that Sam? Was that Revenge of the Fallen? Yeah. Yeah, and like <sighs> another problem with these movies, like all of a sudden there's just new good guys, bad guys that are here. Because Optimus Prime feels the need to uh, send a message at the end of each movie. And it's like, I need ships. I need you guys. Have, I need some kind of like world alliance. And that's what they build to in some of the other movies. But I, I guess I needed that from the start. Because then this whole movie is just... Just all over the place. It's just terrible. Terrible, um, terrible, terrible. T.R. Brule. So, do you think you could give sum up the story in one sentence of this movie? And don't Spielberg it if that's what he actually said. Said, uh, "Boy in his car." Um, product placement wreck. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't know what any of those cars were. Jeez. Yeah, right. Had no idea. Oh, it's a brand new prototype for a Camaro that's not even out yet that you're using in this movie? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would be curious to know if that helps sells at all. Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. I won't lie. I kind of wanted an Ironhide. Yeah. That looked pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Big time product placement. That's how you tell what this movie is. Transformers. Product placement. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a toy brand. Yeah, but... A toy brand and a car brand are, like, two different things here. Because they're... It's like I said, like... I mean, I get it. 
that's kind of what you know the Autobots were is mostly vehicles, but they insinuate that they can scan themselves into anything, and so it's like, so you said like, oh, they got you know X amount of miles to go to get here, and then all right, well they're they're there. It's like, but that should have taken X amount of time, and you know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot of kind of little gaps where it could be filled with yeah they transformed and they flew off over here and then they're back like i i don't know i there's just there's a lot of unanswered questions and like how their world were like they just the 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 movie doesn't lay down any foundation or rules they don't just like you said they're just they're all over the place they they just they can do whatever they want with it my only clap back would say even in the cartoon like it didn't fully understand its own rules because you had like Megatron who would just fly in robot mode. But then True. like when he turned into his gun, like you've got, mm-hmm. he's able to be held by everybody else. Like he's shrinking, but he can fly. It's like, okay, we're in a cartoon <laughs> for children. <laughs> we're one of the bad guys yeah. turns into a pistol, but okay. Yeah. And yeah, to not sit down and figure out your ground rules. And I think when, like we talked about, if you're saying Optimus and Gang have to get from point A to point B as vehicles, and you're telling me they gotta travel over 200 miles, it's a few hours. Yeah. So let's let's rewrite this and establish they're on Earth, and I know in one of the newer cartoons they've got a space bridge. They've got different kind of technology. They can go to places on Earth. Mm-hmm. Huh. That would be pretty neat to see. Yeah. Instead of, well, shit. The Allspark is 250 miles away. We got a lot to go, Autobots. Yep. And I'm a semi, so I'm a little slower. (laughs) So what's your problem with product placement? It's just it's everywhere. In general, in movies or like... I mean, movies I can give or take, but it just seems so strong. So, are you like saying like you these. don't want the zoom ins of things being used? Because I'm well, in the no, mindset just, like if like, it's in the world, I'm it, it's going to use things that I use, right. but I don't want it. I get shoved in my face. But as far like them not using the cars that they should have been, you know, like they they stuck okay. they stuck true to a few, but they're also you know like Bumblebee they changed, you know the the Porsche with um. Is Pontiac uh, with, under GMC? Mm-hmm. Were they? Yep. <sighs> it's so yeah, all but GMC. Later on, you got Bugatti and Lamborghini. I don't understand. Exactly. Why. Okay. Exactly my point. Yeah, you got really fancy cars for Autobots in the later movies. Yeah. So it's like, why, why change it then? You know, it's like if you're gonna be doing that, then you might as well stay true to these cars being as close as they can be. But that's probably what it is. It probably was all product placement. The show was like, hey, like we'll give you X amount of money if you use all these vehicles, for, you know. And that's yeah. probably what happened. But it just it kind of. So you have a problem with that? The vehicles were under one, one. automotive umbrella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because I would also argue too, like whatever movie with uh with the Transformer one with Mark Wahlberg. He like flat out just pops open a Budweiser and drinks it and throws it down. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. I'm like, uh, are we getting too far with this? Yeah. When it comes to the cars, with you know being the Transformers, I, I give it leeway because that's kind of like the appeal too. Is like, they took this form like because mm-hmm. of a their personality or b the size of it that that's what they could take. 
so cool. And I guess I'm more like the fiddly stuff like Nokia cell phone and mm-hmm. Xbox Mountain Dew. Like, well, again, even, they're big brands. Even, like but the, even the Cadillac steering wheel, that's also GM. That's like, true. They, they couldn't even. <laughs> well, see, uh, you, you talk about, uh, you know, going back to the internal logic. If, if the cube can make a random electronic thing become a robot. Mm-hmm. Why does it always come out of Decepticon? Well, no, like we don't need this scene because now, now, now that's product placement. Yeah. Oh, we got the Xbox with its signature startup sound. Yep. And a Mountain Dew. Yep. I don't need that scene no. because you know what it just did to me. Product. It placement. made me ask questions of what the cube can do. Yep. And you already haven't set down any ground rules, and now you're just screwing it up worse. Mm-hmm. That to me is gratuitous use of product placement that doesn't need to be here. Yep. Big time. But a movie's got a movie, and a movie's got to subsidize its <laughs> money somehow, I guess, so it gets product placement. <sighs> I Going back to my original question of the story, I, I don't know. I would like this to be Autobot stop Decepticons from destroying world. Yeah. Or enslaving humanity. Or Yeah, because, I mean, Megatron at some point tries that. They're trying to mine the earth for our resources, which is yeah. essentially the plot of the second one. Like, I get it. Uh, does this opening scene and dialogue do anything? Because I don't know if I like it. In the beginning, there was the cube. Eh. Or however it starts. I, I don't I don't know if I need Optimus Prime book ending these movies. No. Actually, does he speak at the beginning? I don't remember. At least this one, he does. Start to finish. Optimus Prime. Yep. You do that. I'm thinking this is Optimus's story. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not. It's far from it, actually. And why does B shoot a light into the sky and all of a sudden all of the Autobots are on their way? Who knows? Sky beam, please. It's like a bat signal. <laughs> Reading uh, all Transformers. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Um, Light the signal. So I'm just going through this. This is an interesting thing. Act one of this movie. Could you differentiate when the acts change? Because this whole thing is like a signal mystery. The government's getting hacked. Okay, now we know why we're getting hacked. And now Autobots big fight. Yeah. So I guess if I were to say act one, what's this movie about? Uh, a boy trying to get laid after he gets his first car. Yep. I would concur. And then when Barricade shows up, that switches into a go-get-this-object movie. Mm-hmm. God, it's just so... Find the glasses. Now Sector 7 shows up, and they're kidnapping people. And, oh, it's exhausting. Yeah. Now we're also on at Hoover Dam and introduced to this other conspiracy of why the Hoover Dam was built. Which is so, I mean, like, I get it, but you can't just say it's solely built because of that reason. Oh, so going back to, like, the whole Megatron falling in the ice. So if he had the signal and the cube lands there, why is he landing thousands of miles away and then... There's no really plausible explanation. Internal logic, not here. Especially with the technology, out. like it's yes, yeah. They introduced them like pretty poorly as well. They could have done a better job of that, definitely. 
Well, the biggest problem with this franchise is they introduce stuff without giving me any kind of background. Yep. And I remember with the second one, like, whoa, 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 wait. There's a college girl that's a Decepticon. Yeah, that really drove me nuts. Okay. Okay. You you were begging me just to not even ask questions about this. Yep. Okay. All right. And then it honestly, like, I feel like it gets better once Shia LaBeouf's gone. I mean, there is still yeah. elements and problems that Michael Bay puts into most of like this franchise in particular mm-hmm. that you just can't get away from. And it's just like they never could find their footing on what this should be about. Yep. And it's super could. frustrating. Be like, like we've argued before, you have got source material. Get somebody who likes the source material to come in and write, direct, produce this instead of just having it. Well, it's Michael Bay. We could probably get him cheaper than most. And he's got a name and a following ish oh then you got steven spielberg presents transformers like well hell i've liked most of there's did i say stephen king no you said spielberg (laughs) (laughs) steven spielberg i've liked some of most of his stuff excellent and you go to this movie you're like where did this go wrong everywhere i did like i said it's super frustrating how much money this thing made yeah that is just unbelievable for a worldwide box office that it made that much money back. That's yeah, the first I, Transformers. Everyone had to see it and know what it was all about. Well, there again, you put it there. I mean, that was released July 3rd. Is that what I said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right at the 4th of July weekend when people have time off work. You cram that sucker out then, like, you'll get people in the seats. Yep. That's prime time. I mean, I think, I think when I look, like, most of the Transformers were put out in, like, late June, early July. You're hitting that summertime high of of movies. Oh, COVID, you really screwed us on that one this year. Yep. I missed all my good movies. Exactly. Yeah, just kind of looking at this thing of like how to structure like a a screenplay or a script treatment. I just not being a script writer, I and not being like well versed in all this stuff. I couldn't tell you when Act 1 ends and Act 2 starts. I couldn't tell you what's going on because I feel like I am on overload. Yeah. And there's so much going on. And then I'm supposed to laugh on top of that. Yeah. I, I'm, I just, the story's kind of all over the place. You just like, okay, there's this, there's that. There's a conspiracy here. Land Ro- or Mars Rover got intercepted by Decepticons. And now they're on Earth. Okay, sure. Oh, and this supplemental movie made it sound like all the Decepticons we've seen in this movie were pretty new to Earth, too. Because they're the ones that took out the Land Rover, or Mars Mm -hmm. Rover. Say Land Rover. Should have been a Land Rover. (laughs) Oof. But whatever. Yeah, from a movie rewrite standpoint, I still think this should have been in the 80s. You should have had an already established, maybe mild backstory of maybe how the transformers got their car vehicle whatever modes and then you have already got some kind of cooperative effort with a government entity who are already seeking decepticons yeah because like i said like i like that element of you've got blackout 
a helicopter just flying his way into an army base. Yeah. Yeah, from a military standpoint, that's scary. Mm-hmm. From a viewer standpoint, that's interesting. Yeah. I like that stuff. I just think this movie just suffers from not knowing what it wants to do. I Exactly. And, and I and I think Spielberg, if that's what he says, right, the, the core of this story is a boy in his car because you see that at the end. Well, I'm Bumblebee. I want to stay with the boy. Okay, why? Oh. You are a, an advanced robot. Why do you want to hang out with a Seriously. teenage boy who's just going to go make out on your hood? <laughs> okay. Yeah. We protect the planet Earth, but we can only go so far because we're cars who can only drive the speed limit. Yes. <laughs> It really makes them not able to defend the Earth yep. at all. No. When you've got Decepticons that can fly. I will say it's not a messed up to make Megatron a a jet from Cybertron. I'm fine with that. He did not need to be a pistol. Or a tank. No. The Mm-mm. newer iterations of him, he's a tank. I don't know. What do you think? For a movie rewrite, what would you... Would you keep it as a period back in the 80s? Would you? I mean, I, I do like that idea. I mean, that or... I guess you could still update it, and it's still just already an established fact. Yeah. I mean, I was almost thinking of maybe having, like, a, a fallout of Cybertron. You know, like, there's <clears throat> kind of a, a disagreeance amongst them, and that's how, you know, maybe, like, the Autobots and Decepticons, and they, you know, kind of span out, and then happen to fall i mean i don't know that story is kind of a little far-fetched actually, well bumble bumblebee starts out with a, a fight on cybertron and even the right. bay movies try to yeah go back to cybertron like oh the war did this the war did that yeah oh now here's the spaceship that crash lands on right the which that's kind of you know that was what apparently a, a stupid idea yeah i mean that's what i would kind of go with either that or, or just like you're saying something kind of already established where <clears throat> you know they talk and say yeah like you know this is what happened we're here on earth now we know that there's some decepticons here we're trying to protect earth blah 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 and then like it might eventually lead up to something because the cube is they found out it's there i i don't know but uh, i feel like there's a, a a few different routes you could take that would be miles ahead of this current film streets ahead. streets ahead mm-hmm. and i think that this movie should have had a clear villain slash endpoint that should have been the big big bad and i don't know why because megatron is your big bad but he's hardly in this movie mm-hmm. and then you go and you put him in a different mode each movie yep. without explaining any of it and so like i go back to like the original cartoon movie where he gets reformatted by unicron and becomes galvatron yeah i i like it mm-hmm. but then like they just totally drop any of that. And yeah, it's just, did. you know, here I am, I'm doing what I'm doing. They just need to be like, if Megatron's our big bad, like he needs to be the instigator of the problems. Yeah. He needs to be at the core of why they need to end the war because he is a, he is the guy. Yep. And then they just, eh, whatever. I, I, I would maybe argue too, like the, the prime cartoon, the, the Decepticons just have a ship that's always flying around Earth, and that's, you know, they've got better technology than us so they can hide. Like, that's not bad. I would rather yeah. see that, but when you throw out not needing a ship, you throw out possibilities. Yep. 
to where it's like, well, they're just going to come down and look like asteroids, but why? And from where? So can they fly or not? Because, again, you're ask, you want me to ask these questions, but I'm also not going to think about it because you're yeah, just... Yeah, no, I won't ever give you the answer. You're just making so, me... Yeah, there's just no point. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I, You know, like, like I said at the start of this, I will visit probably one of these once every year, once every year, just because... I, I, I said, I know what I'm getting into. Yep. There, I, there's stuff I for sure don't like, and I watch it just as, as more of a case study of like, man, this could have been so much better. There is so much potential, and it's just – it's not here. And I guess the crushing blow to me for this is like when they finally introduced Hot Rod. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, no. I wanted, I wanted Hot Rod and Cup. Those are some of my favorite – characters you know also it kind of drives me nuts how they like separated transformers on the cover what do you mean separated them like you have trans on top and then formers below it like it's all should just be one okay like is it isn't that like how is that on the old like on the older ones like the originals well i mean well, they just they just changed the oh i see Oh, my sweet car- – well, no. It's like the DVD oh. case for, like, these uh, oh, old wow. cartoons. Okay, well, maybe I shouldn't gripe because I guess that's how it is in the older ones. But they also did put the Autobot logo after Trans. This one does not. Right. Looks like that was the only one they did it on was just the first one. Yeah. All the other ones is all spelt out and not – hmm. This is just called Bumblebee. Ooh. Yeah, and I still want to know the rationale oh. to why Bumblebees are main – anything because oh because so reasons many, i i've got no, i mean like why would not be prime like why would anybody like because it's just yeah, whatever again you're talking about a boy in his car you know who would have been great jazz because he can freaking talk and he's got an attitude yeah he's a scout too he's mm-hmm. i think you know god i sound like such a nerd right now but i i like what they did with transformers i like this idea but i think jazz was like a lieutenant slash like communications kind of guy like isn't that who you want yeah kind of doing your recon or something anything make make it blaster the the i mean yeah him and soundwave i get you don't want to make them a tape deck because for doing True. it now you what is, what is a boom box yeah but there was even ideas with soundwave like he was going to be a helicopter or something else like you can make them like an audio vehicle of some sort mm-hmm. surveillance something yep and then i would like to see blaster with his little minion things. which didn't they introduce soundwave as like a satellite eventually see that's the problem is he was a satellite in one of them and then he turns into like a mercedes mm. and another one and you're like uh. okay how big is this guy is he a satellite or is he a car oh, yeah which is it like yeah, you can't just interchange names because you think it, like, mm-hmm. that goes back to, like, our gripes with some of the X-Men. Okay, cool, you threw in this character as so something, but it doesn't matter because you're just going to throw him in later yep. as something, like, these guys all have different names. You just, could make up a name. Just throw away side characters. Yeah, like, okay, because a movie's got a movie. Yep, favorite saying. <laughs> Pretty sad. Yeah, I just think this thing should have – it just has potential. I guess I, I hold out that it does. I think B is the stronger of the movies. Agreed. There is some stupidity in it. 
And I did watch some deleted scenes of that one, and there was things in there I'm like, good, because internal logic, it doesn't make sense. I'm glad you cut it. Don't even know why you filmed it. <laughs> this That's the only one that gives me hope of actually making a decent franchise and side movies of these characters. I guess we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, you got Dinobots. God, they just, that's, oh, yeah. that was agonizing to watch. Sad days. And then you had Night, Nights, and then you had just stuff. Make up your mind, people. What are you going to do? Are you going to make a good movie? Or are you just going to pop out mediocre, steaming pile of garbage? Pretty much. Oh, mediocre. wait, you did. Oh, wait, you did. God, that's a, that's a long-running franchise for only five, six movies. Mm-hmm. Wow. Pretty sad. Well, like I said, I'm not, I don't want to touch Transformer movies again until there's a new one that comes out that blows me away or is so frustrating that it's worth talking about. Agreed. But should have been better, could have been better. Hopefully, will be better. Laters.